The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain us all. Oh, I don't have your music ready, Brady. There it is. Uh, Brady's Entertainment Drills brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, of course, a place where you can get uh, all sorts of seminars involved as well. I told you guys that uh, with my recent hip injury, uh, it's tougher for me to do the balancing, things like that. So they've already worked out a program for me. I talked to Jay the other day. He said, what are you going to do? What what do you be capable of? I'm like, we'll see. But I know the kicking's out for a little while, and the standing is not real uh, stable. So we might – he goes, all right, we'll do – I've got a whole thing about carjacking. And uh, and the other thing was sitting across a table from somebody that's got like a gun on you. And they do disarming things like that. There's tons of ways, like it's like you're a bank teller or something, how you can do that stuff, and it's unreal. So we're going to work on all that stuff without injuring me because they're smart enough to know, all right, the guy's got a little leg issue, let's, let's work on some other stuff. What do you got, Larry? Do they do um, like airport scenarios? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, they got all sorts of that stuff. They have like, the full airplane still, They right? got the airplane. Oh, really? They built an airplane, and like a real airplane. Wow. The seats and stuff are from the plane. They do airplane scenarios. You fight on the plane. You do like all sorts stuff of stuff in the airport as well. Have like, you ever seen the video of me getting held hostage yeah, from yeah, behind yeah. and that? And then that it teaches you how plane? to. I was in the plane. Nice, crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, they got all sorts of stuff up there. It's exciting. Gets you in great shape, and it also uh, teaches you all sorts of things. And every scenario you can imagine, they've uh, got a, an answer for it. It's a, it's incredible. And right now, I don't have the Nike defense where you just turn and run. I ain't got that. I was thinking about it yesterday, walking yeah, in the crowd. Turn and hobble. I was worried about getting bumped into at the Suns game yesterday, and I'm like, "This is no good. I am, I am a sitting duck right now." Uh, but I did have it in the back of my head. I'm like, well, "I got a few things I know I could do right now in this position if things got wonky." You don't want to think about it. More than likely, it's not going to happen. But if it did, what would you do? And you got to think, "Oh, I could fight my way out of this." Really? You'd be surprised because when you go in there, you see people who think they can fight, and then they put them in scenarios, and the next thing you know, you're getting knocked around by somebody who can really fight. And you're like, uh-oh, this is the thing. They just teach you the basics, little stuff. It's easy. Uh, and you get out there and get in great shape. Put some tools in your toolbox you didn't know you had. Turn you into a sheepdog and take you right out of that sheep category. It's simple stuff. and put it right in your head immediately. Get on it. Reactdefense.com. Go there once, and I bet you you guys keep going back. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. You can check out their store, too, which has some really cool stuff right now. Tacticalblackvault.com. Brady, entertain me. Here's some fun facts about your favorite horror movie. Horror movie or horror movie? Horror. Okay. The Exorcist was the first horror movie to be nominated for the Best Picture uh, an Oscar in 1974. <laughs> yeah. I still am blown away at the stories about how The Exorcist made people pass out. 
throw up. Yeah, crying, cry, screaming, running out of the theater. Screaming and running out. Like yeah. that's so they had to stop one in like New York somewhere because too many people were flipping it's out. It's a real in the possession on the screen. Because if you think about 1972 or whenever that came out, 74, 70, 74, whatever, n- nothing like that had ever been on a screen. And then you go back 40 short years to when, you know, theaters started to pop up. Was, uh, I mean, I guess the only other freakier one was Rosemary's Baby, and that eh, was right. It wasn't as – people were losing it at yeah. that one, but not like The Exorcist. 40, 50 years prior to that, which, by the way, this is 50 years ago now, so the same time has elapsed from Exorcist to today that had elapsed from The Exorcist to the first movies on screen that people were so stupid – when the when the images were projected up onto a side of a building, they thought giants were coming out of the building. So they had to stop the thing and tell everybody, hey, 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 it's this new invention we've got. It's oh, the a, moving picture. We, yeah, the, the moving yeah. picture. What are they going to come out of those buildings? They're gray. Everybody's gray. It was a color they didn't know. you got to think they'd never seen what black and white before. Too. So it was a new world. That, like they just opened a portal. In the in the teens and twenties, when they did this to people, say, "Hey, watch this! Go look at that wall over there." I was like, "Sure, why wouldn't we?" We'll go back and watch like the first Toy Story or Monsters Inc. That was revolutionary. Like oh, we're yeah. like, "This looks real." Yeah. You watch it, yeah. like, "Wow, yeah, that's still that's bad." You're fooled. <laughs> King Kong was too scary for people. The original one with Faye Ray, because and then you look at it now, and it's like, but wow, the Exorcist, based on a true story, helped it. Just like wow. um, Blair Witch when that first came out, the oh, rumors yeah, of that yeah, happened. Is that what they say? Exorcist was based in a true story. Yeah, didn't they? I thought Amityville Horror was. I don't know what Exorcist was. Another one. Yeah. Amityville. That's garbage. It's not. Stanley Kubrick allegedly typed out all 500 of the all work, no play, makes Jack a doll boy pages for The uh, Shining. That seems sane. Can you think the uh, <laughs> copy-paste thing would have come in handy back then? Boy, that has to piss him off. He has to still think of that day of typing. Because if you, you remember, this one. it's all in different... Uh, uh, Shapes too, like the hourglass, all jack note. It's one oh, yeah, page he is did, covered. Yeah. He did all sorts of different like slants and. I think cool. you told me this one. Psycho is the first American film to show a toilet on screen. Yep, and the first time you can hear a toilet flushing. Yeah. Steven Spielberg was convinced that his DVD copy of Paranormal Activity was haunted because his bedroom door locked by itself. Ooh. Um, the iconic I swear, honey, Buffalo. it's not my fault. It locks yeah. on its own. <laughs> it does its own thing. I don't know why it keeps doing it. I'm not doing anything bad in there. Ooh. The Buffalo Bill dance in Silence of the Lambs was not originally in the script, but uh, Ted Levine, who played Buffalo Bill, yeah. insisted on including it to help explain the character. The Tucket dance? The Tucket yeah. dance. He didn't want that thing anymore. He was in the girl suit. I didn't know. God, I don't know. Did you see that in the theaters? The very when it came, you were too young. Yeah, no. I will never forget the audience reaction to. I mean, you talk about reactions in an audience when he does. It just got freaky. His face is right there, real close to the screen because he don't know what he's doing and he's bent down. And then he does the walk back, shimmy back. Yeah, and and I remember a guy in the what the this. (laughs) And then everybody's oh, and my buddy Joe Roger was next to me. And he goes, I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> like all of a sudden he didn't like the movie anymore. I don't, uh, I don't we know. should leave. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I've done that before, way before Silence of the Lambs. Talk to see what it would look like if I was a chick. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, shark. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't talked? <laughs> threw that up. Who hasn't talked? That was a little more cavalier from you than I ever expected it to be. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I've tucked dicks. See what it look like if I was a if I had a poos. <laughs> How'd it look? Nice. Would you 
as James Gunn would say, F you? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Would you? Yeah. I found myself unattractive in that area with a vagina. <laughs> I was completely turned off by the entire prospect. You're like, oh, if you're unattractive with one, you're still unattractive <laughs> yeah. without one. Yeah. If I want to make the transition, I'm going to be uglier. I didn't think that was a thing, but it is. The shark in Jaws doesn't appear uh, until an hour and 21 minutes into the movie. Because it was broken. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it made the movie better. Mm-hmm. That's what made that movie so menacing is you never see it till the end. Which makes it so, is Steven Spielberg a genius or, or just got goofy lucky with that one? Because he didn't intend on that. That wasn't his intention to make it more suspenseful. His shark broke. They needed that one big scene that the one yeah. that comes up on the boat and Quint goes into the Jaws yeah. part of it. And you watch that now. Hopefully that like has to work. Big foam rubber thing. But. Yeah, and it's yeah, it looks like Muppets. Surf. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Muppet ate Robert Quinn. The last one, the Blob, is based on supposedly a real incident that happened in 1950 in Philadelphia. Uh, police officers came across a purple jelly-like mass that they saw fall from the sky, but then it vanished. Ooh. Even the FBI were involved, and a press conference was held. No kidding. I thought it was based off that Boston maple the syrup, syrup, the syrup the, flood. Yeah, the what I like to call the sapping. <laughs> yeah, it was not. That did not fall from the sky. That was just idiot Bostonians that can't outrun. <laughs> just slowly syrup. leaked yeah. out. <laughs> oh my God! Run! Why? We could walk. True. And then it catches them. Drowns oh, we them. We shouldn't have talked oh, too long. Hold Tommy, you to get out of the way. Tommy, run! Syrup. What? Syrup. What? This sucks. Wicked hard. Yeah. <laughs> syrup. Yeah. Many died. Thousands injured in the great. Syrup flood of 1910 or something in Boston. They've got plaques up. Only a city as dumb as Boston. Only Bostonians <laughs> drown in fast-moving syrup. Piping hot. All right. That oh, had nothing to do with he's, it. He's quantified. He's like, well, it wasn't hot. Piping up syrup will actually walk towards that. Yeah. That's mm, that smell. It had to be the best-smelling tragedy in the history of tragedies. Oh, that's just maple. Just, With a hint God. of cooked body in there? Oh, and if, yeah, eventually you get some meat in it. Mm. I have a little bacon smell. Some probably. sausage, a little bacon in there. And the big syrup container blew up. It got too hot and then flooded the city. It's the dumbest story in American history. Outside of that riverboat accident when they put 1,400 people on a boat that holds 127 to commute them in before the storms came. And imagine what happened next. It's, it, it's the largest maritime disaster in American history on the Mississippi River. Ugh. <laughs> Terrell Pryor's in trouble. He got oh. arrested for allegedly sl- slapping, slapping his girlfriend and then... <laughs> slut slap. What was that? <laughs> What's a slut Kind of, they got into an argument. Oh. No, he learned that from Slapped his coach, Urban and, Meyer. <laughs> and as she's driving away, he's throwing pumpkins at her car. How'd he do that? He damaged the windshield. I guess... Uh, it's a, Isn't that one of Spider-Man's bad guys that yeah. chucks pumpkins at people? Exploding pumpkins. There's yeah, a couple at the uh, place. <laughs> Took them off the doorstep. Pumpkins and a woman? Yeah. That's slower than someone running from, you. Be, hold on, you stand right there, I'll be right back. I go up this porch here, grab a pumpkin and hit you with it. And I'm isn't not it a little staying. early for pumpkins to be out? It'll be rotten before yeah. Halloween. But not, in not in the Midwest they stay as much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cold. Yeah. Cooler. The other thing was uh, he also texted her 50 times and called 30. No answer, so. And the pumpkin incident. He probably was upset. <laughs> Chucking pumpkins at somebody. Yeah. I'd accept your 50 texts and a little bit of a nuisance on the old uh, just respond. socials. Yes, just say stop it. It'd be nice enough to stop it. You ghost 80 texts in a day. 
It's your fault. At least I you know think. the number, though. Just don't go over that 80 or get pumpkins thrown at you. <laughs> right. Oh, nuts. I better respond or you, you will not like what the gourds will fly. Terrell, he's still got a good arm. That's good news. Yeah. Throwing pumpkins ain't easy, especially at a person. I think I would stand in a parking lot while you tried to throw pumpkins at me and feel pretty secure. She was in the car protected by the <laughs> the gourds. But you have to go. Wait, but were they the little ones or full size? Because you could get question. those softball size ones. You could whip those things. But still, you have to go to that door, and then you're out of pumpkins. And then you got to go to, if you're throwing multiple pumpkins, you had to go next door, too. So he had to, he's still fast. Terrell Pryor is yeah. very fast. So Spiked one on the windshield. Uh, this is a good story, too, Brady. I just got this one. Uh, they found another body in the forest. They found Gabby Petito. Uh, they're just now uh, releasing that a guy named Robert Lowry was found dead uh, in an area close to where they found Gabby Petito. Uh, they're saying it was suicide. But why not just tack it on to this laundry guy? Yeah. Load it up. Uh, I see. It. And here's, the, here's, here's how sad it is to be a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. What a transition. Yeah, yeah. What a transition. Here's how he was described as a missing man. Uh, Lowry was on the Black Canyon Trail wearing a black baseball cap with a gold P on it and carrying a duffel bag that, that said the word Nike. Not enough to just say he was in a pirate's hat. People might not know. <laughs> it's a black hat with a P on it, a gold P. Come on. There is, there is another option. Well, Don't say some college. Nobody, nobody cares about college. Hey, that looks yep, looks like it's the Purdue a Pirates hat. hat. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of the guy. They put in a, he's in a black hat with a P on it, and then it something called suicide. He died. Twenty eight gunshot wounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tagging on to laundry. You know, person of interest was in the area. A couple, it's only they found uh, Gabby like a few days after they found this guy, or was it the other way? I don't remember. Uh, she's yeah, she gone was up for first. Long. They found her on September 19th, and then he was on. The 28th. So Laundry did it. Let's load up all these unsolved crimes on this guy. Get him, dog. Suicide. Well, he's a Pirates fan. I can see why. Uh, we're out of here. Uh, let's get done with this. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You. Oh, and also a special thanks to Ranch House. Uh, the Ranch House Grill. Grill. Yeah, they brought us breakfast yesterday, and uh, we have uh, been... And corned beef hash with the really southwestern, uh, or the southwest green chili. Oh, baby. Yeah, it was good stuff. So thanks to them for bringing us breakfast yesterday. We didn't mention it. We put it on our Facebook, and we were just our mouths were too full to say it enough. But it was amazing. Great breakfast, and I'm sure their lunches are even better. Hopefully we'll find that out too. Uh, thank you, Ranch House. Uh, we're all done. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.